You're listening to Access and Expand, conversations that offer you access to information that expands your mind. I'm your host, Tiffany Curran. My friend Jen is here. Hi, Jen. Hi, Tiffany. Why am I talking like I'm like a 12-year-old <laughs> and in I'm the valley? Oh my god. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to lower our volume so we don't blast out our speaker. Oh Cuz we are loud. We know from um, our roommate from Canada. Let's talk about that for a minute. Oh my okay, gosh. so we're in LA and we're with our roommate, our good friend Krista, mm-hmm. and her friend Paula Monroe, who had come from Ottawa. And they were like, wow, you guys are really New Jersey or something, yeah. right? They're like, you guys are such loud New Yorkers. Yeah, that's what it is, so right? So loud. Why did we choose to, why did <laughs> I choose a room with two loud New Yorkers? Do you know what's so funny? <laughs> so I was, ra- do you know I was raised in New York? Yes. And yeah. that's how you started going to Montauk. Yes. Our bo- mutually favorite place. Oh my place God. Or one of them. One of them. I one actually the was going to like, yeah. I was going to say to you, we should do like a, a retreat there for the uh, yes, weekend. Yes, please. Right? Can we? Yes. I mean, even though we'll be the oldest ones, anyone over 30 is like grandma at this but point. But not if we do it in, in the fall. Fall. Because that's when the, all, all of the locals are there. Yeah. Let's so. let's talk about that at mm-hmm. lunch. Um, but so, yeah. So I never thought of myself as loud. I mean, I okay. That's a lie. <laughs> I always thought of myself as loud, but like in my older years, like the past like five, six years, I feel like I'm so low key. So when they were like, you guys are loud, I was like, us? No, we're not loud. Well, it's funny because I felt the same way. Like I definitely, um, we were toned my down. My whole family is really loud and, it, and my husband's always like, oh my God, like it escalates more and more Yeah, because we're all like trying to talk over each other and like, totally. and it just gets crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was voted like loudest person in high school <laughs> even though a lot of boys I can't remember I was like what why does this but have to be a thing I know and my mother always I was so self-conscious about it because my mom would always be like Jenny shh me too and she'd shush me oh but shush is better than shut up oh my god you're so <laughs> my dad and my brother be like oh my god shut up you're so loud and I was like okay thanks for nothing but now I feel I feel the same way as you at this point in my life since so I'm not so anxious and I'm so much more mellow and low key that I feel like my volume is on par with that but obviously it's not although I'm going to show you this I'm going to take a picture of our bars um we check out our bars okay wait are they so loud <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's not always. It's just when we laugh. Uh, of course, yeah. So we're both really loud, and um, we both thought we bring like really cool and respectful and quiet. We're so we were quiet. In, we were in that Silver Lake, <laughs> and apparently we weren't. So I was yeah. literally like, I was sorry, like, Krista. I know. Sorry, Paula. <laughs> I felt like I was like the most low key. Like I felt like. Like what I felt like when I was on Xanax, I was like, I'm so mellow here in, in LA. And they were like, You're so loud. <laughs> right, you wanna see us get I loud? Know, well, then Just we did get drinks. loud, right? Then we did get loud. <laughs> then we were like, Well, if you're gonna call it out, yeah. I mean, um, but anyway, so Jen's up here. For, so Jen's from Brooklyn. For those of you who don't know her just by Jen, uh, my friend is Jen Kissling. She's a Brooklyn astrologer on Instagram. She's an astrologer, a tarot reader. She's a breathwork killer, um, and she's an interior designer. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. She's all of the above. Life designer. Life designer, mom, wife, daughter, <laughs> right, sister. Um, and she's here. We're going to have lunch with my mom. 
my mom used to go to this restaurant called Pasha. Pasha. And we were talking about Pasha <laughs> the whole time we were in LA. My mom called and we put her on speaker and Jen was like, she's awesome. I want to meet her. So she's going to meet uh, my mom. But we were talking about food because like, why not? I mean... Who doesn't like to talk about food? Please. I'm such a foodie. Such a foodie. And I have like all these new restrictions, postmenopausal restrictions. No gluten. Most nuts aren't safe. Like I have all these weird nut allergies that came out. Apples, pears, unless they're cooked. And Jen was sharing with me that she has a lot of knowledge personally. She's not a nutritionist. So we're just speaking from personal experience on um, on food allergies. Do you want to talk about why? Yes. Um, my son, who is now 18, um, he is allergic to all milk proteins and um, beef, lamb, and tree nuts. So we found this out when he was a baby when I started weaning him. So he was fine on breast milk? Yeah, he was fine on breast milk. He was colicky, for sure. But, you know, you don't, they, a lot of people do say that is from the mother consuming milk or some sort of allergens oh, right, that babe. can. Um, cause that and then there's some um, people that don't think it has anything to do with what you're eating I definitely think it was from me eating dairy yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so he the first time I gave him a bottle he ended up in the emergency room we weren't sure if it was from that because I didn't know food allergies were even a thing so his whole body started swelling up he couldn't breathe he had a rash all over him Jesus. so we had to bring him he was I think it was like eight months. I wanted to like be able to give him one bottle because yeah. the breastfeeding is like you get, he wouldn't take the pumping. He wouldn't take. So I, I figured maybe we could get him to take um, some formula because he wasn't eating the breast milk through the bottle. So he did. He just had maybe a tiny sip. Like didn't even. I didn't even think he even drank any, which is why we weren't sure if it was that. Yeah. Um, we didn't know what it was, and so he was raised to the hospital. It was an anaphylactic shock. Oh my god. And he was fine. Um, Holy. But so we weren't even sure that it was the milk. Then it happened again. He picked up someone's bottle, or sippy cup, or something at um, playgroup, and. Um, he, again, the same thing happened. We realized it was the milk, so we had to bring him to an allergist uh, to find out a little bit more about it. Um, and then at that point, my mom was like, oh, yeah, you were allergic to milk. And my no ex-husband's mom was like, oh, yeah, your husband was allergic to milk, too. And I'm like, well, thanks so much for telling me. <laughs> so No big deal. Yeah, right? <laughs> helpful to know oh that. Oh, my God. Um, but, you know, whatever. I guess you forget things. As a parent now to an 18-year-old, like, you do. You forget things. I forget everything. And yeah. so, um, and I guess they didn't really think it was a big deal. Like, I was breastfeeding and whatnot. So, um, yeah, so we brought him to Dr. Sisherer, who's at Mount Sinai, who's, like, the best in New York City. He was so unbelievably helpful. And they did, like, a whole full... Um, blood work panel or whatever on him and he had like really really high levels to all um, all uh, cow proteins so casein and lactose and um, there's one other one and then they found he was allergic to tree nuts and then um, anything from a cow pretty much and then lamb he had some allergy problems with and then so anything from a cow goat milk too because a lot of yes he can't eat any beef so a lot of my, um, I guess a lot of my uncles were allergic to milk too, and they were given goat's milk. So I tried that with him actually before we went to this allergist. Again, another hospital trip. I think there was like three or four before we ended oh. up going to 
this allergist so I could get so that he could measure the levels and then every year we could go back to see if they're improving or not. He had a minor peanut allergy when he was born, but by the time we had the blood work done, they said if he doesn't have peanuts until he's three, that he will outgrow it. Wow. Because it's the amount that you consume. Like so every time he has an allergic reaction it sets him back. Right. Because you're it's so you can have something once and then it sensitizes you and then your body attacks it attacks it. So, oh. so um, if you the best thing to do really is to listen to the doctors if you have food allergies in your family um, about like not having peanut butter until you're three because you don't know or to get your your child tested to see what the antibodies in their blood are to see if they w- could possibly develop that allergy. Yeah. And then if you see them going down, then you can start to introduce things slowly, Holy. which is what I did for my daughter when she was born. She was born. She's younger than my son. Um, so that I knew what time to introduce things. And she has no allergies. Interesting. But it's all about how early you introduce it to them. If they are, really? if they have that predisposition and the antibodies in their blood for um, having the allergies. But if you, but that wouldn't have changed with cow, right? I don't know. Like, what if I had never given him um, cow, cow's milk until he was three or four? Maybe it wouldn't have been such a severe allergy. Wow. Um, so he has not outgrown that one. That feels like a lot of pressure on you. Yeah, I didn't even look. I had no idea that any of this kind of stuff could happen. I was like, I don't understand. How can yeah. you be allergic to a food where you could you could die? Like right. I thought my mom had a million allergies, but she would get like a rash or a stomach ache. Like when I eat dairy, I, I get a, I get a stomach yeah. ache. Like yeah. so, I know I'm not supposed to be eating it, and I really try to stay away from it. But um, I still eat it because I like pizza and stuff. But I don't yeah. go to the hospital. You know, I don't end up like not being able to breathe or it's throwing so up profusely. Yeah. And he had the big scare. Oh yeah, so we so he was with me for a month this summer, and because um, he lives with his dad for high school in New Jersey, and he was with me for a month this summer. And I always try to get him out and about, and because we love to eat out, yeah, we're always eating out. So I try to pre-screen restaurants and find places where um, I know that the the ingredients that are in the food, and then we tell them quickly when we get there, and they confirm that there's no cross contamination. Um, and that the foods don't have any of the allergens that he's allergic to. So he was eating, you know, out with us, and he doesn't normally like to go out. We got him to go out a few times because he's terrified because he always has allergic reactions. Like, it's always a bad experience. So I'm trying to turn it into a very good experience so he can go out into the world and go out to eat with people, have restaurants he knows he can go to that are safe, um, and travel. So when we, we traveled last summer to Spain, and that was... It worked out really well because you have to do a lot of pre-planning. So he then went out with my father for – he went to work with him, with my yeah. daughter as well, to work with him for the day. And I gave them some pre- pre-screened restaurants, but they were kind of in a rush because they had a big day. So they just went downstairs. They were – his office is in the Empire State Building. So they went downstairs, and they went to like a um, – you know, Japanese restaurants are always really, really good because they don't use oh. any dairy. Oh. And so, and he eats a lot of sushi. And yeah. so there's a, a Chinese restaurant and he'd been eating dumplings from a Japanese restaurant that was okay. So he just thought, oh, I could have these dumplings. And I ordered them and um, he didn't, you have to order through an iPad and then you go and they make it all for you. Yeah. And so he had no personal person to speak to. Oh, no. Normally he would say to them, can you check this? Yeah. So they ordered it, and um, he immediately had an allergic reaction. Was, uh, like, he was, like, violently throwing up. He called me. I was at work, and I kept 
he was trying to take the Benadryl, but he was throwing it up, and he didn't have his EpiPen with him. Yeah. I had it on the counter that morning. He didn't yeah. want to carry it, and I didn't, didn't know this could happen. So yeah. Big mom lesson right there. Well, but, you know, like – our kids are adults. I know. I mean, so I want him to be responsible for himself. He yeah. just turned 18. Yeah. Um, so he called. He was so responsible. He's like, I think I'm dying. And um, he hung, the phone went dead. I was trying to call him back. I was trying to get my daughter. He was down in the hall at the bathroom. And they weren't picking up because they're eating. And we have a no phone when you're eating rule. I know. <laughs> so that was kind of, kind of not the best game uh, for that. No, it, yeah. totally not. So my daughter was like, well, obviously I didn't have my phone out. I was eating with grandpa. So I uh, called the front desk in his office, and they went and got him. They ran down. The paramedics were already there. He had no ID on him. And he's in the hoodie in the Empire State Building. They're like, <laughs> who are you? They thought he was like some like heroin addict yeah. or something that Aww. was like tripping out, you know? Oh, my like, God. Because he was like throwing up all over the bathroom. And, um, poor kid. I know. I felt so bad. So then my dad walked down, and because my dad had already pre-cleared them, so they didn't have a pass or anything. He had no oh ID on him. God. He doesn't have his driver's license. Yeah. He doesn't want to. He's chosen to take public transportation, not yeah, to drive. So Not the worst idea. Yeah. So um, my dad uh, was there and, you know, because I know this is my son. He's having an allergic reaction. So the head of security was there because I didn't know who he was. So he met the head of security. He had the other paramedics, (sighs) the fire department. And then um, they they uh, took him in an ambulance. Ugh. So he has a very good sense of humor. Yeah, and thank my daughter God, had right? a video. And Does he have a dark sense of humor? Because he's Scorpio? Oh, he's a Scorpio rising. Yeah. He's a Libra. Oh, yeah. So he he doesn't have really have a dark sense oh. of humor. But, um, he's light. Yeah, he's lighter. But he... He was able to laugh at himself, really? which is funny. And yeah. He, yeah, he he was able to laugh at himself once he felt better at the hospital. Because I'm like trying to put a positive spin on it. I'm like, who gets to meet the head of security at the Empire State Building? And you were saying Julia did something with him? She recorded him? Yeah, she recorded him being wheeled out. Like, no on way! The, on the gurney, yeah. No way! And was he like <laughs> yeah, throwing up they signs? Yeah, they were there. He was trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah he was. He, he looks like her. bad, though. He was like green and like... And then at the <sighs> hospital, he started to feel better and... Um, you got color back in his face and everything, um, but yeah, it's a scare. So it's like it's like no joke. Like the food allergies are no joke, and with all of the processing and the um, you know just the way they're processing food and the way that they're the uh, now I can't think of the word the bio um, biodynamics or no the you know what I'm talking about maybe they're, okay. they're, they're, they're fake they're fake making yeah things. they're making fake seeds and all of that yeah. so. Um, yeah, it's it's changing. Yes, thank you. It's changing the composition of the food, and um, it's, so things aren't in, in a natural state anymore. And I really feel like that's been the explosion of food allergies because, when, like, when I was little, I had a food sensitivity. It was different from like a food allergy. So, like, I couldn't really tolerate the formula. So my mom had to order this special formula. And I had sensitivities to foods growing up. Like maybe you get a rash or I had a bad eczema from the dairy. Now I know yeah. that eczema is definitely from dairy. Um, but the amount of kids in his playgroup, there were four kids out of eight or nine that had severe food allergies. Yeah. So you can see how much this has progressed. And like you can't even have peanuts on an airplane anymore because, you know, just opening the bag can make not, people sick. Can make people like going to anaphylactic shock. So. Um, yeah, it's about trying to really eat very um, wholesome foods, that, foods that haven't been processed or um, genetically modified. Right. That's, that's, what, I was, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking for, the word. Um, and organic and all of that. So Yeah, I always think, you know, in the work that we do, we're touching people. 
mm-hmm. right? Like just helping them get grounded or whatever. I always think like before I leave, if I've eaten, and I mean, I always wash my hands tons, but I will make sure not to go near any nuts or anything that could potentially, be, I wouldn't think of meat, right? I would think of milk potentially, mm-hmm. but anything that could trigger that in somebody like when I asked permission to touch and apply oils, I had a girl last week who said, I'm allergic to all essential oils. And then the woman who owned the studio said, can she open them? Right? So it's a different world. Yes. And I think we have a, uh, it would be wonderful if we took the responsibility to be aware of other people when mm-hmm. we're operating in the world, right? Like the yes. airplane controls that, mm-hmm. although we could probably bring peanuts on the plane and they wouldn't. They're not checking our bag, mm-hmm. but it could really kill somebody. And um, when you told me about your son, I remember thinking, this is something we need to talk about. So, you know, we could talk about it very briefly because we don't have that much time. We're meeting, we're meeting Carolyn at <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, my God. But can we talk about just um, in terms of like how to things to things to be aware of when either hosting an event or having a party right like because i know someone joked to me like oh it has to be gluten-free vegan well yeah it does like it's not people like get really mad about it like i hear moms all the time complaining about oh my god i had to make i offered to make cupcakes for so-and-so's birthday and i got a list of things that no one can have in the classroom and they're complaining and i'm sitting there like okay so yeah my son could go to the hospital if he has a cupcake that has that in it and it's not only about making sure it's not in it it's about the cross-contamination yeah like you have to be super Uh, careful because my son, I, I wouldn't let him eat any of that stuff. No. So every single time there's a birthday, I baked all the cupcakes and brought them in. Yeah. He had a, and if someone forgot to tell me and brought them in, I had a box in every single one of his classrooms filled with candies and stuff. So he had something else to eat. Yeah. But I mean, it was like literally every week I was over there bringing cupcakes and stuff because you have to make sure that you're so careful um, with the cross-contamination. But I think things should be labeled just like they are in the grocery stores. Like if you are going to have an event, you can have like some vegetarian stuff and let people know, have dairy-free things and let them know, or gluten-free things. But it's always good to have a a variety. Yeah, Um, and I think it's interesting that people get so bothered by by life-saving, life-saving, like, things put in place right mm-hmm. it's life-saving yes you know so everyone i remember so johnny's 18 my son and when he was in school like he had a friend i won't say his name because it's just not fair to him but he had a super 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 serious peanut allergy and so uh you know everybody thought peanuts they didn't think about like potato chips have peanut oil right, right? all these things but now so i can speak personally that when i became allergic to apples, pears, like I could eat them cooked, mm-hmm. but not uncooked. Like I could have fire cider, which is apple cider vinegar, um, but I can't bite into an apple without feeling. It's very common because one of the first things that they do um, when they start to integrate, when your levels go to, go to a, a place where they feel um, they're comfortable introducing one of the allergens, and they do it in the, in the hospital, in the doctor's office, um, is that they will introduce milk, but baked and cooked. Because you're not as allergic to it. So yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. It, but that's but, how they do it. But it's yeah, it's so interesting. I actually went to an uh, allergist named Dr. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, yeah. And um, he had done the first allergy, the peanut testing. Mm-hmm. And um, in the controlled study, someone died. 
And he was like, don't reintroduce. Like, he's not big on reintroducing when yes. someone's severely ill. Well, nuts is the only thing that will never reintroduce. Yeah. Like, they know. say for for nut alert, tree nuts, if you have any of the antibodies, they, they won't recommend that you even, like, think Hold about them. having it for until... They won't even look at it again until they're, um, I think, like 18. Yeah. But peanuts, you can do a little sooner. And then the olive, like eggs and soy and milk, they do introduce at some point if your levels come down. But nuts, it's so scary. They it's don't. It's so scary. And even, they even say only if you're allergic to two nuts, don't eat any other nuts because there could be the cross-contamination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could eat peanuts. And for some reason, cashews, which I should well, be Well, peanuts are to. a legume, actually. Right. So they're considered a different category. But cashews are a tree nut. Yes, they are. And yes. I don't know why I can eat them. Because you're only, like, Jack's only allergic to three tree nuts out of, like... It's not wild. The 30 or whatever it is. I'm afraid to test the other ones. Yeah, so he, I just always say no tree nuts. But no, he's been drinking almond milk and coconut milk. And so, obviously, I think it's, um, it's like, three obscure ones. It's not... It might, it might, I don't think it's... I have to look at the thing to find. I just always say no tree nuts. But, yeah. Um, but to your point before, what you are saying about, like, being aware of other people... Um, so the play group that I was in, they were so wonderful. They uh, would always keep the sippy cups up because he would get rashes if any of the milk oh. like spilled on the ground and yeah. he stepped on it um, or they touched him with it. And then all of the play group foods, we, they made sure that Jack could have because it was so hard. They're leaving a bagel on the ground. Jack would pick it up oh and that it was his or theirs when they were like really little yeah. and they couldn't talk. Um, and then he would eat the wrong one and they would have, have milk baked in it. So they were like so amazing. So they would always have Jack snacks. That was a private and, group? Like yeah, friends. It was yeah. just like our friend group that yeah. we did, all did, a lot of us did prenatal yoga together. Oh yeah. And then we did baby yoga and then yeah. it turned into just this play group. But um, I was always like, you guys, I feel badly. You no. don't have to do that. And they said, no, like we want to support you in this. Mm. And they were so amazing. And now I would... I, like, I would always do that for anyone else, too. I always try to make sure I know of their allergies beforehand. And um, and a lot of restaurants have gotten very good yeah. with it. They ask you beforehand. And I love when they're, the menu's actually labeled. I know. Right? I know. JF. Mm-hmm. Then there's the vegan. There's like, um, I don't know. But, and, you know, I find it's interesting about gluten-free. They use nut flours a lot of the time. So then yes. when you see something gluten-free, I have to say, what was the flour? Because they don't, you know. Oh, right. Yeah, people always bring me gluten-free stuff, and I'm like, what was the flour? Yeah. Is it almond flour? Oh, yes. Right, because if it's rice flour, I'm fine. But if it's mm-hmm. almond flour, not good. Not good. So how, what would you say to people, like, for Halloween? Because it's coming up. Oh, yes. Like, how okay, do they so know? That I'm, was a big thing. Because my goal was always to have him live the most normal life he could. And so, we, of course, we wanted him to go out for Halloween. And we wanted him to um, be able to just go pick up candy. But we didn't want him to. The first year, he picked up so much chocolate. And then we, we bought a bunch of candy and we did a trade with him. Because mm. we didn't want him to feel like he was being gypped. And then I figured, you know what? All of the sugar candy that doesn't have milk in it has brighter wrappers on it. Oh. And so I don't know if we mentioned that to him or if he figured it out himself, but the following year, he, he came home. The only thing that tripped him up were the Reese's peanut butter cups because really? they're an orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But everything else in his bag was all just sugar candy, like Starburst and Skittles. And, and those are all safe? Yeah, those are all safe because they don't have any chocolate, like milk chocolate in them. But what about nuts? Oh, he does have nuts. Uh, the, no, because none of those have the, the nuts. Like that would be the chocolate candies that have the nuts in them but cross-contamination no well you have to look to see if they're made in a facility that right but none of those were none of those i know 
Uts potato chips was mm-hmm. safe. And I uh, literally, I don't know if you know now, they have something called the Blue Teal no. Pumpkin Project. So they have they take those little plastic pumpkins and they mm-hmm. spray them blue. And you have a sign on your house or wherever, like in Mountain Lakes, you know, where we lived, there's like 800 kids. So we have mm-hmm. tables out because no one's ringing my doorbell. Right. And you have like a, 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 a food safe for all kids mm-hmm. and it's not food. And they actually donate. You can offer to have a blue teal pumpkin and they'll give you like crayons and stuff i find that a lot of the kids don't love paper goods they yeah, want candy yeah, yeah so what i would do is actively look for like the the safe for everyone list unless mm-hmm. it's like food dye right right I mean, it's only, there's so there's so many things like i would get like chips mm-hmm. that were gluten-free that were nut-free so Uts is safe for nut allergies and don't take my word on this by the way because it may have changed to so always look but um, and then I would do like pixie sticks. Mm-hmm. I would do lollipops. Lollipops are always right? so good. Yes. And I just feel like, and I didn't. I started saying sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. So the the kids wouldn't be like, feel like it's like that one. It's like mm-hmm. option B. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I did start doing because it was a little vague. Um, if you um, this these are all gluten free, vegan. You know, nut free. I just, it's so hard to be a child. I know. There's so many th- more things nowadays that. But it's just life, right? Like, yeah. it's so hard to be a child. And then having to deal with saying, are there nuts in these? Mm-hmm. Is this gluten free to every house? And to feel like that's what they're, like, we expressed just five minutes ago that, like, the, the, um, the school would say, like, or the parents would say, like, oh, now I have to make it gluten-free, vegan, not free, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So now that parent of the child, that child is hearing the parent say that. Mm-hmm. And the parent is teaching the child to have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And then the child is going to school like, oh, Tiffany can't eat, blah, 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 blah. So that feels like so much to put on a child who's experiencing allergies. So I really urge people to, like, find – like. Go the extra fucking mile. Right. right? Like everything's labeled on the back now. Go the extra now. mile and like yeah. make it really safe. Yeah. And make a, like I've had people who didn't have allergies say, can I take from there? Because I make such good stuff. Like, uh, I was doing like the chewy like candies and stuff. And um, I think like just I also offer water bottles for the kids because they get thirsty. They're eating candy oh, as that's they go. So nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I hate the, the use of plastic, but whatever. But I mean, I'm just, I, I really thought it was important to talk about this because parents are adults and we have the responsibility of doing the best we can. And a lot of parents don't, right? A lot mm-hmm. of, and I'm not pointing fingers or creating blame. I'm saying, I know you're tired. I know there's a lot you have to think about and money can be tight and to spend this extra money, right? So then just buy the stuff that's safe for everyone if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I wrote about this in a previous post, like when we choose to have a child, we're taking responsibility for that child. And part of our responsibility for that is stepping up when we're tired, stepping up when we don't feel good, paying for things we maybe can't afford. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, well, you know, I, I don't want it to be misperceived, but it's really important because for kids to feel safe and loved and supported on a holiday by people they don't know because they have a food allergy feels really nice 
when I see kids come to the table, even before they had this blue teal thing, and that, they were like, there's no nuts in these? I'm like, not in any of them, and not even cross-contamination. <laughs> so great. And their face would light up. Yeah. I'd be like, take three. I'd be like, what? Right? But um, I really believe that, because I know a lot of these kids were now teen, you know, it's 18, 19. Mm-hmm. They remember. Oh, of course. My son would remember that. And he, one of his teachers lived down in the village when we were there. And she yeah, would always she bake still him. does. Dietrich. Oh, yeah. She'd bake him like a, a special thing. Or she had something special for him there. That there were a couple teachers yeah, in the village. It was yeah, so, it was so sweet and so thoughtful. But the everything's late. It's not hard, as hard as it used to be. Like when I no, first no, was started dealing with this, nothing was labeled in the back. I had to go through each ingredient and had a list uh, to know what the – because the casein could be called five different things. I know. So I would have to have that huge list at the grocery store with me and, and – look at everything but then a couple of years later they started listing in bold on the on the back of everything like contains yeah. and it says the Wheat, allergens nuts, soy yeah. yeah so it's not like that hard nowadays so if you're getting granola bars for the class to look at the back of six boxes and just pick one as you're saying that is okay oh, for so easy. everybody and then you could you know bring in fruit or something like that but um for anyone that has the gluten allergy but it's so it's so much easier, and there's so many choices yeah. nowadays that you don't even have to spend more. Back in the day, you know, you had to spend a lot more for vegan, yeah, and these natural products. But yeah. uh, nowadays, I feel like it's very easy to be able to accommodate everybody. Totally. And I'll tell you, I was thinking about Jack at uh, the pasta shop. Mm-hmm. Has um, I interviewed Tommy? He's amazing. Oh yeah, I want to listen to that one. They bought. A pasta machine separate for gluten free. Wow. And before they start their day, they first make all the gluten free pasta. Mm-hmm. It's a separate machine, $8,000 machine, wow. to make gluten free pasta every day because it's fresh made every day. Went no dairy, um, no egg, I don't believe. You could you can check it out. Wow. When they're done, they put it in a different spot. Mm-hmm. They put the machine away. So there's they make they have a different space to cook everything, a different pot, everything, and um, you know he was saying the importance of like really valuing that it's people's life, yeah. and I just I just I hope that this very short podcast, <laughs> only thirty minutes, will encourage people to um, really think twice. Like I wanted you to share Jack's experience at the Empire State Building, and also all the ones of you just going through the discovery of what he's allergic to for people to know like this isn't like people just like oh, I don't want my kid to eat that. Mm -hmm. Right, and that's the other thing is that there are some people in my life that are always saying they don't really believe in allergies, and so they will give him things when he was little, and then he would have an allergic reaction, and they were shocked. They couldn't believe that your body could respond in that way, like so severely, and that was always what I would say. I said, I'm not just – it's not that I don't want him to eat this or he's going to get like a rash or eczema from it he's gonna no he's gonna be where his entire throat swells up his lips are gonna be like swollen out to here and he's gonna have a rash all over him like he can't breathe it's scary he can wait, say that again he can't breathe he can't breathe his yeah. whole throat closes up where and he that, cannot breathe we have to inject him with the EpiPen and get him to a hospital nowadays he immediately starts to throw up to get it out of his system but his throat closes up still 
and he doesn't get the rash all over him so it's not maybe as severe but it's it's ter- it's terrifying when your throat starts to to close up and you and you feel like you can't breathe it's it's scary because you don't know how far it's going to go that's the other thing too so you don't know if in nuts sometimes it can be worse and you don't know what you even ingested because it's usually cross contamination it's the tiniest little thing it's it's, I know. it's it's not even like drinking a sip of milk it's cross-contamination usually or an oil that they used or a very small ingredient that can set it off so I mean it's yes definitely something that has opened my eyes and I'm always very conscious of whenever I'm around other people that have allergies and making sure that you have things that are in their purest form like there's no cross-contamination and um, yeah and also educating Jack so he can live his life independently and not have to worry so much about this so that he knows how to look for the allergens and how to cook and yeah do all of that so. um my neighbor it has a peanut allergy and i remember thinking like she couldn't kiss someone who ate peanuts yeah you know for say i don't know i don't know the hours but a lot of hours mm-hmm. and um i remember wondering how she would navigate the world she's in her 20s now and like she um, drinks, she smokes weed, and I always wondered how that would affect like her ability to make decisions that were in her best interest. Um, and she's okay. I mean, she's definitely had trips to the hospital. Her, ironically, in the village, a peanut bush started to grow in her backyard. What? Wildly. What? And she, yeah. I mean, like, her mom was like, of all the things, right? Oh, man. Um, When I opened the snack shack, my sister-in-law, Liz in Charleston, was like, have boiled peanuts. I'm like, you have no idea. Like, this is... But she's okay. I mean, she she was living in Costa Rica for a while and stuff. I think when you're so allergic, like, she was was probably the kind of person that if there were peanuts on the table, she would have a reaction, Mm -hmm. that she was so well-trained to know what she needed and didn't need. She had an EpiPen. She had many trips to the hospital. Mm Uh, but it really, like, my son does not have allergies. I think he has sensitivities that he does not want to deal with. Right. You know? I didn't either when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying, like, maybe you shouldn't eat so much gluten because um, I see certain things. But uh, thank you for sharing this because yeah. it's so important. You know, uh, I'll just add that my husband has uh, an allergy to stress. Oh, It's yes. called angioedema. You're telling me about that. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. It, a lot of people haven't, but a lot of people have it. I actually, ironically dated someone else who had angioedema oh, wow. but didn't know what it was and they would they didn't know what it was and they would give him steroids to um, just get through it and Benadryl but he didn't know what it was mm-hmm. so basically what happens is when they're under a lot of stress they'll have a physical thing so like if my husband's feeling stressed and he leaned his arm on the table where he was leaning his arm would swell um, but they didn't know and they were rushing to hospitals when he was a kid they didn't know like his hand would swell if he was playing baseball stress from school right all these things we'll get into wow. more of that like privately because you yeah. know uh, I don't want to share too much of his story but I think people need to be really re- believe that when someone has an allergy they do Yes. because my husband's people are like that's not real that's not a real allergy I'm like look it up <laughs> someone said to me angioedema isn't that like heart because they're hearing there's something Related to it sounds kind of like something to do with there's the heart, something yes, with that, but but it's not. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so so thank you for this. Thank you for sharing your son's story. Um, what I'm gonna do this, uh, I'll have underneath here a couple of links to um, to like sources that are good that tell us 
why am I having such a hard time talking? Foods that are safe for kids with allergies for Halloween. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, Jen and I are both not, we're not nutritionists. Um, <laughs> this but, is just life experience. But just look all. into it, right? Like, it's just part of being in the world today. Mm-hmm. You know? It is. It really is. It's a big part of being in the world today because it's so common. It's not so something common. that's abnormal. Yes. It's Even when so I bring... Common. Uh, like ginger chews I always bring the box and mm-hmm. say if someone says I have an allergy I'm like look at the box yeah it's very smart yeah yeah so I know because we have so my husband's a um, he doesn't eat much gluten and then my daughter is a vegetarian and then my son with his allergies it's so interesting like what we're gonna cook yeah um, it must yes. be it must be it brings out the creativity in you absolutely yeah definitely and we all um I mean, we just all know how to cook in so many different ways for everybody. Yeah. Which totally. is good, a good skill to have. Yeah. Because you travel a lot. We do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to go eat now. Me and you. Yay. Uh, where we're going has gluten-free pizza, but I'm not eating because I've had a lot of gluten-free stuff lately. Like, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like gluten-free is not worth eating for the most part. Because unless it's like Teff, like uh, Meredith's bread in... Um, Kingston, New York. I went up to interview David at Lisa Levine's yes, property at Maharos yeah. North. And right near there is Meredith's Bread. And ironically, if you're interested, mm-hmm. outside the Oculus, there's oh, yeah. that farmer's market on Tuesdays and uh-huh. Meredith's Bread is there. And they have a a, they have a, a a regular bread that's brown. And then they have a rosemary olive that's also brown. But they're, it's brown from like teff flour. There's different flours. I don't know about the allergies for Jack, but mm-hmm. I have no problem eating them. And there's so much fiber that you have one piece of toast and I'm full and they're amazing. Oh, nice. I'm going to check that out. But today I, I think Marcus have... would like that. Oh. Yeah. And I I don't like going down there. That's not my space. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Probably it is for you because you have a lot of financial people who would want to work with you potentially, I yeah. think. But, um, but yeah, so they have, they have an amazing gluten-free stuff with like really good like fiber and... Anyway, so let's go eat. (laughs) Okay. And um, thanks thanks again. again. And so I hope you'll be back. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll have you come back to talk about astrology and um, breath work and all the cool things that you do. And then someday about your book. Yay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and you guys, please, please, please please consider taking um, this stuff to heart and helping kids who um, need other options to feel really held in, in the choices that you bring to them. Thank you for listening to Access and Expand the Conversations with Tiffany Karen. If you like this, please go ahead and share the link.